We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another guest joining oh, us. Oh, we're gonna fire it right back to back. Let's go. We're going. We're going through it. From there, we go. My favorite. My favorite blogger in the Warriors. Andy, remember the golden days of blogging when you had like uh, you know Golden State of Mind uh, and uh, Warriors World and GS Dub Fast Break and you know it was you wanted to read the blogs. The, the blog game is is no longer where it used to be, but there is still one. One person I always read when he blogs. Vignesh, how you doing, my man? It's a hell of an intro. Wow. <laughs> I know. I, I've got chills and goosebumps. Wow. I'm doing great, guys. I, I that's that's a very, very kind introduction. I'm I've still got goosebumps. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, so we just spent the last hour kind of talking about the contract. Uh Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond. So we're gonna go in a different direction. Uh we'll, we'll call this. Hour two. What oh, is hour two? So part two of our season preview. Uh, we want to get into the team a little more and kind of their outlook into the rest of the league. So this is a take that has been thrown out there. I don't know if I agree with it. Uh, Vignesh, where are you at with the idea that this is the deepest Warriors squad in I think, the in the, well, the Steve Kerr, right? You know, I think it's it is possible for that to be the outcome. I was also listening in on the show, guys. Enjoyed it so far. So you've kind of batted this idea back and forth a little bit. Uh-huh. I would say there's the potential for it to be that team. There's also the stark reality, as y'all have mentioned, that a lot of the team is very, very, very young and unseasoned. And so with the depth on paper, it comes also huge variance up and down. So it could be the deepest team on paper. Um, it could be the deepest team in practice. I think what we'll see is a little bit more of a middle ground, but you know, I, I think I tweeted about this a couple of days ago. The Warriors rolled out their second, third, and third and a half lineups against what is ostensibly the Lillard and GP2 less Blazers and ran them out of the building. And with the usual caveats that it's preseason, but you could see that happening against at least a couple of teams um, that are in the Wembenyama sweepstakes next year. So on paper, it's possible. I don't know if it will materialize that way, but it's certainly something I'm looking forward to because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, one of the one of the most fun things about this season is watching those kids grow up without being stressed out about the team. Um, because I think we all you know, unless they won last year. Yeah. Don't have, to, don't have to be as stressed about like are they wasting Steph's prime? 
That's exactly what it is, right? Like, because 1920, yeah. I mean, we sat here and, and every day was, was kind of about well. this same stuff, right? Or well, actually, 20, no, no, I'm incorrect. 2021, uh, 20 to 21, that was that was the season with, with Ubre and baseball where we kind of sat here and just like, dude, Steph looks fucking incredible and this team is going nowhere fast. Um, which is, I think, to say to your point, I think the Warriors may look like that at times this season, but that just probably won't matter because when it comes down to it, they'll be, I'll probably predict this team to be the same thing, three seed. In the Western Conference, like get, you know, get the the Nuggets, who are my pick to be the first team, and then you know another one. Um, but when it comes down to it, they'll be there, and that's all that matters. They just they, so it kind of makes the growing pains easier when I got to watch Wiseman make mistakes and Moody, uh, not Moody, Moody doesn't make mistakes. Kaminga make mistakes and those guys, you know what I mean? So, no, no I'm totally with it. I think um, I think you guys tossed this idea around as well. Is the Warriors are now the hunted, no longer the hunters, trying to to reclaim their throne. And that definitely changes the optics internally and externally. I think Marcus tossed this idea out. Lakers looked incredible against the Warriors in the preseason and then got walloped by Sacramento. Um, so we're going to be hunted, but also I'm willing to take those lumps, like you said, because some of that pressure has been released. We still want more titles. We still want more banners. We still want more, you know, glory for the old guard, but you've got a little bit of a pressure release now, for sure. Now, now you make me wonder what's my favorite Kelly Oubre moment. Um, it's the the kiss blowing the kiss i, I do miss, doing push I do miss i do miss the kiss to the crowd yep. uh push-ups um when anthony slater asked him if you know do you think you get your three-point percentage above 37 percent? he said allow me to show you sir i don't know why I, he cracked me up he uh, he played really hard he just wasn't very smart and i think like one of like i wasn't that frustrated because i was always like well the guy's given 120 percent it's just this is kind of who he is. Anyway, Kelly my personal it. favorite moment was the Reddit speculation that the reason his three point percentage cratered is because of repressed um, sexual energy that was unable to be realized he, in empty. Uh, he's not an, he's not a bubble guy. He he needs no. the he needs to feed off the crowd. You know, some people can only win titles when there's no one in the stands. You know, L.A. teams, but um, <laughs> but you know, for for real competitors like Kelly Oubre. He, well needs played, to, Sam. he needs to feel the energy. He needs to feel the the uh, the millions, the billions, whatever you want to call them. Um, well played. Yeah, let's get let's get back to this. So, uh, we Andy and I have talked about this on a couple of previous episodes. But who would you say are the biggest challengers to dethrone in the Warriors? I think looking at the the Western Conference, there's. It's deep, right? I think Marcus mentioned this as well. It's pretty deep. Um, I think there's a couple of echelons here, all with question marks. I actually went team by team in one of my fast break posts this offseason through every team east and west and and kind of poked at them and found like weaknesses. I think on the Western Conference side, Phoenix will be a regular season contender for higher seeds unless think the wheels fall off the wagon. Notice how I said regular because I know y'all have been taking victory laps on predicting their fraudulence and you know, the, the, it is what it is. They, they got yeah. knocked out of the playoffs without making the Western conference finals. I think Denver's going to be really good. They're getting a lot of people back. They looked really good against the warriors. Um, a couple of days ago. Um, I think the Clippers when healthy with a huge asterisk around the health are going to be good. Um, I think the Mavericks are going to be really good. Um, they were a team that did scare me in the Western conference finals until the warriors kind of turned up the heat and they, they have some subtractions. Obviously they don't have a second safety valve after um, Jalen Brunson left, but they know exactly who they are. They know how they're going to play. And Luca is great. And if he takes another step forward, they could be a threat. Um, I'm probably forgetting a couple of teams here in the West, um, but that kind of 
that's my top echelon there. Um, Memphis, maybe. Memphis, I think Memphis was next on my tier list. I just, I kind of ascribe to them, not a Phoenix Suns mentality, because it's a very different team construction, very different mindset. I just, there's a, there's a bunch of question marks swirling. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr.'s knees or, or uh, health is again in question. And he was a big part of what they did to the Warriors. Um, the discrepancy between jaw on the floor, jaw off the floor um, was pretty striking on a defensive perspective. Um, and that actually mucked up the Warriors more than anything jaw could do on the other end of the floor. I think they'll be up there. Um, but the Warriors, at the risk of this blowing up in my face, I think the Warriors figured something out in the place postseason last year in that second round series. Um, where they may have the blueprint, they may have figured it out, and they're going to be one year more experienced in that regard. What do you want to see um, from the young guys this season? Let's just go one. So I'm talking about the three who are going to be in the rotation. Um, Sorry, Pat Baldwin and Ryan Rollins. Uh, (laughs) And Jordan Poole, by virtue of getting paid, is officially no longer a young guy. Even though he's a young guy. Um, so, so Wiseman, Moody, Kuminga, what do you want to see from them? What's your expectation for their season? I think we'll start with Moody. Cause I know y'all love him and I love him too. I think his floor and ceiling are, his floor is very high. Let's put it that way. doesn't make mistakes. Can get on the floor. He was the first sub off the bench in Japan. He played critical playoff minutes, um, with the absence of GP two in that Maverick series for him. I'm expecting three ND plus plus. He's got surprisingly good vision. He's not particularly quick, um, but he does go to the rim like a bowling ball. He's improved his finishing. So I'm expecting prototypical 3 and D plus plus and just smart, heavy play throughout. For Wiseman, it's minutes, minutes, minutes. Um, He's looked great in the preseason. I don't know how much predictive power you can assign to that, um, but he was banging against some pretty big bodies that he would have flinched away from a couple of years ago, honestly, which was a good sign. Um, so I want to see just, I just need minutes. He needs as many minutes as the Warriors can possibly feed him. So Sam, as I was listening in, I agree with your take. I think he's going to play the most regular season minutes by positional scarcity, but also necessity. He's the, he plays the center position. The Warriors can't run Draymond or Looney into the ground and he needs to develop and he's got to play catch up for the time that he's lost for Kaminga. I want to see him. I want to see him do what he did against Denver every single night. And I realize that's a very high bar for a guy who's very, very young but he has that kind of potential. The, the Nuggets game like basically invalidated a more kind of difficult preseason summer league where the Warriors were force-feeding him things that didn't seem right. to click. Right Against Denver, it's like, holy bejesus, this guy looks like a force of nature on both ends of the floor. This is the ceiling. This is the potential. I think that's the one that's most fascinating is the Kamega one, is, is if he can figure out how to play within the system uh, in the way that he just did, I don't like that's not only is that the most freakish athlete, uh, one of the most in the NBA, but it's also the most potential to actual winning basketball because you see a lot. And I think Kamega would have been in a good in a good situation. Like, let's say if he was in Houston, I always bring that up because I, I feel like he'd be way further along in his development when he if he was in Houston. But would he know how to play winning basketball? I would say five percent a chance, five percent chance of that being true. So. I just think all to say, like their player player development has figured something out. It's helped Poole get get to where he's been. Obviously, Poole's done it himself. Uh, Wiggins get to where he's been. Wiseman now where he's been. But dude, if they can get Kaminga to where he can be, I, I mean that guy's better than Jordan Poole. Like different players, but value wise, better. 
Playoffs are playoffs are all about wings. Unless and- he's Steph Curry, right? Unless yeah, yeah, Steph yeah. Curry. But yeah. I'm, everyone wants as many wings as possible. It's probably why they that's one of the many reasons why they paid Andrew Wiggins, even though they drafted two guys who play his position, which would make you think, okay, you know, they kind of want Kuminga to be that guy. Uh no, it's like no, look around can, the yep. look around the league. There's you're never you never have too many wings. You know, you, you should be never. so lucky as to have too many that you have to trade one right like most teams um most teams are struggling to get that many wings on board so uh yeah i mean he's he, obviously he's got like the highest upside of anyone but but we'll see we'll see how it goes if he can if he can just stick to what he did in that last preseason game against denver i mean steve kerr will play him 20 plus minutes there's minutes to be had in the front court there uh and if he sticks to just being like a six seven gp2 he will play Hundred percent. Well, he looked like he looked like Jalen Brown. He looked like Jason Tatum, actually. So <laughs> even okay. better. Um, before we get out of here, I want your bold take. We're gonna we're about to get to the goon power hour after you. <laughs> but what I need from from Big Nash right now, what I need from you is give me your bold Warriors take for the season. My bold take, uh, you did brief me on this, Sam, so I've spent some time thinking about it. My, my bold take may bring us back to some of the non-player projection or season projection to back to some of the drama, honestly. I think there will be one more incident this season that after the season will require a David West style, y'all have no idea what we went through kind of deal that will stay quiet this time. That's my bold prediction. Um, it's not basketball related. I know I've got a bold basketball one as well. Um, but my bold, no, it's bold. Basket- that's bold. I mean, we already had one of those incidents. We had a punch. Uh, you're saying there will be one other, um, soap opera type yes. incident that, you know, maybe it'll be a punch. Maybe it'll be yelling on the sidelines. It'll be, but something that, you know, Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. The guy who it always centers around is playing for a contract. We talked about it with Marcus in part one. Um, would it would it surprise you if there was an incident? I mean, obviously not you. It's your bull take. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I would I will also add that I think that it's probably not going to be of the same magnitude as my one little caveat to it. I think like we're not, they're going to be pretty buttoned up. Um, everyone realizes that this is, we've had one of these big explosions. We can't really afford another one when we're chasing a championship, but you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of money, future legacy career and kinds of things being thrown around. And that's always a crucible the Warriors have navigated well for the better part of a decade, but you know, as Andy keeps tweeting about, this might be the last dance. And with that comes even more pressure in a pretty combustible environment as everyone's gunning for you. For sure. All right. Vinesh, appreciate you coming on. You got anything on a plug before you get to the goons? No plugs. Uh, keep listening to light years. Keep reading fast break if you please. Um, and yeah, it promises to be a super exciting season. Looking forward to it. Thanks y'all for having me as always. Appreciate awesome. you, man. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. We are less, we are 48 hours away from the regular season starting, Andy. And this is our first YouTube live, something we plan to do on the regular Sundays, maybe not at five. We'll settle in on a different time. But it would not be a proper light years if we did not give the people what they wanted. <laughs> and that is, it's time for the goons. We need, we need like an official like goon music send on when it's goon time. I don't know. Uh, this is this is what makes this is what makes me happy in life. All right, who do we got? I actually don't know who we got. Who we got on first? Who we got on first? Oh my goodness! By the way, another pick. Another pick. I just no. I was screaming while I was getting on from the waiting room. Sorry. We can turn the game off. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mike Mikas batting leadoff in yeah. a full Cowboys attire. Uh, what? How much are they down right now? They're down 17-0, and the uh, Eagles just got the ball at the 45 or the 35. <laughs> so, hey, you know, if we're looking like the 49ers right now. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Dak's back next week, so he'll be all right. Dak back next week. We're fine. All right. <sighs> tell, me, tell me where your head's at right now for this Warriors season. How how optimistic are we? How pessimistic? Where 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 are you on a scale of one to ten? Uh, I'm a nine point nine. Like I I just don't I don't know what the pest. Look, I get the punch half and everything. Everybody's upset about that. We just locked up two of our key players for the next half decade. We have Steph for the next rest of his career. I mean, I don't know the next rest of his career. Fucking Clay is going to take a discount in a couple of years, and everybody's worried about losing Draymond. Everybody's saying Draymond's gone after this year, guys. Draymond's not getting paid more than $15 million from any other team. It's not <laughs> happening. He's going to, no, he's going to opt out. We'll give him a nice 18.5 million deal or 18.5 million per year, per year. Jesus Christ. The Tito's is going crazy right now. 18.5, 18.5 million per year for the next four years. He will sign that because he's not stupid and he wants a statue in front of chase. 
and they're getting at least two more in the next four years. They're gonna they're gonna have they're gonna have bulls bulls rings by the time Steph is done, and maybe the young core they'll age up to the point to get Steph a seventh one on the way out. I'm I'm feeling great and hammer the Warriors over on the year. I mean, guys, what are, what are we stressing about here? What's 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 the worries? This this is exactly the type of energy we needed to lead off. Maybe we needed to start with the goons next time. Yeah, goons first, analysis yeah. later. Um, Mikus, appreciate you. We're gonna keep him moving. Let's do it. Thanks, brother. Ah. 52 and a half over. Easy. 53. I like that. I very much enjoy that. I actually, I'm high on the over as well. I think, I think they're going to hit it. I mean, there's always a little risk taking the over with, with health, but I feel pretty confident they're taking the over. Up next, we have super producer, our first producer, special place in my heart. I don't know if he has a special place in Andy's heart. Uh, ben Cruz. Ben, how you doing, my man? Wow. I, are we, is the season really starting? This is crazy. There we go. <laughs> Don't What's you up, produce guys? like 50 NBA pods a day? You should know uh, it's coming on, up. On average, yeah. I just, <laughs> but it all blends together. I thought the season never ended, to be frank with you. How's it going, guys? Yeah. You know, you know, you know how the Light Years podcast is, man. It's just it's just shit never show stops. at all times. Never stops. That's right. We, Draymond's giving us life. Just it never ends. Yeah, can you punch, co- did he punch you guys too? Or what's can up? you confirm in the producers meeting you punched Ben or you punched him in the face? Oh yeah. Yeah. We kept that under wraps though. <laughs> that, that was that it was is, like an MJ Kerr thing. We just that, uh, that is not true. That is not true. <laughs> no, actually wow, he, voice he, of God. He, voice of God. Actually, no, t- no, this will never come out and this will come out in the uh, the light years doc. But uh Tim actually punched me, and that's why he took over. <laughs> We had a fight. It was a cage match, so, and he won. So. so you're he's the Michael Jordan. You're the Steve Kerr of the situation. Oh, a thousand percent, man. Tim, <laughs> Tim's a, Tim's a goat. Tim's a goat. So, oh, I love it. Uh, all right. Where's your uh, Where's your head at with this Warrior season? Are you Are you at 2015 levels of excitement, or are you a more mature man with multiple kids where you're just trying to get through the day? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, to both questions, to, to both questions. I think that's my answer. No, I mean, I was at 2015 levels of excitement until the punch. And then I think I went down to like 2017 levels of excitement. You know, where you're like, we're still, the team is still good, but you know. Oh, oh you're at the China, China trip, just exhausted. Stuff is percolating. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> where you're like, this isn't good. You know, it's, it, this is obviously, this is pre Draymond yelling at, at KD. That's mm-hmm. where I'm at, I think. And, and to your point, Sam, it might be because I have two kids now. I don't know. Uh, you you have a child now. Maybe maybe you're also there, but it's uh, it's definitely not at 2015 levels, and, and nor should it be because 2015 was that'll always stand on its own. Um, I think last year 2022 will also stand on its own level, but 2015 is on a whole other uh, stratosphere. So nowhere near there. But I'm, I'm still excited. I'm still excited for the season. I don't want to. I don't want to be a downer. I I think this is one of those rare seasons where you're you're expecting the team to be very good this season but holy mm-hmm. shit if those young guys are great then what is the next four seasons and that's not something that we've ever really even i've never even thought about so that's one of the most exciting things like all of a sudden end of the season comes around and it's like yeah um it just it could be a great five years i haven't asked ben this um where are you with the kids because i feel like that's another warriors fan spectrum thing you're either you know they look interesting, but I'm here to see Steph 
or you're on the other end of the spectrum where you're like, can Steph just get subbed off the floor? I need to see Ryan Rollins right now. You know, like where, where are we on the spectrum of, um, yeah, it's cool. We have kids versus I'm tired of the old guys. Um, I'm, I'm definitely in, I guess like, so pre-punch, I'm just going to break this down into pre-punch and post-punch pre-punch two different men. I was, I was a different man before the punch. Right. Very, very different. I think we all changed personally, but, uh, pre-punch very much into, I really want to see where the Steph clay and Dre trio takes us historically. I think I I just want to see that ride them into the ground Mm -hmm. post-punch, uh, I, I'm 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 in on seeing a lot of Wiseman, <laughs> uh, a lot a lot of Moody and a lot of Kaminga in that order. That's just me personally. Uh, like Kaminga showed showed me some things in the last preseason game. Also showed me a lot throughout the rest of the preseason. Where I was like, Jesus, man, do you are have you been watching film at all? Like, do you take anything home? Do you do, you do homework? Uh, whereas Wiseman, he's got to get, like, get that Kyler Murray contract clause. Yeah, yeah, put it in. Uh, can we retroactively put that in his rookie deal? Ky- I don't know. Kyler, Kyler might need that put in too. Yeah, let's think about in. Wiseman. You're saying about Wiseman. No, I, I'm, I'm, I just, I've liked what I've seen out of Wiseman. You, all the stuff that you hear, he played in the most pickup game, and that's all fluff. It is, but in terms of what he's going to bring to the team this year, in terms of kind of fusing these two, you know, the future and the present together, he kind of is in that. If you're doing the Venn diagram, he's kind of in that middle where you're like he might be the most important piece. And if he, if he's good, I mean, that just kind of raises their floor, right? Which is kind of what you're wondering. Like where, what is their floor? Like they're, they're going to be good. I don't think that's, that's a debate, but where is there, you know, I I think it's just a matter of, you know, I think the over under is like 52 and a half or something like that. Right. Yeah. Where, where is that with, with Wiseman? So our Vegas, our Vegas insider Mika's told us to pound the over. So pound the yeah so so there you go and it was was Mika's Don Mika's was in a Cowboys jersey I, I think I yes. flipped well, it on is, well, is yeah. he okay oh uh, um, nope hey but uh, hey neither zero, am I zero sympathy I. I'm yeah. wearing a Niners jersey right now yeah I, I, I root for this thing to the ground yeah yeah, yeah. No. oh what We're number I can't you're you're cutting oh, it's it a Jerry, it's a Jerry Rice jersey it's a, a black Jerry Rice jersey huh it's a it's a Mitchell and S joint I, I got it on okay there. yeah yeah it's a little throwback yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Fair, Cheers. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I know. I will agree with you. I thought of all the, the young guys, Wiseman had the most, most head turning plays in preseason. Just to just yeah. objectively speaking, like at least two to three times each game, you're like, hmm, you know, Vince McMahon, Jeff type of reactions, right? Like that sort of thing. I like, you, you know, who your audience is. I like, yes, that. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, give me, give us your, bold warriors take before we get you out of here my bold take so actually as much as i just kind of propped up wiseman i think of that young group moody's the guy who makes the biggest leap uh he just he has that look where and and the kind of the demeanor that this team needs because there's just there's so many people on the other end of the spectrum right where it's like steph clay dre where it's you know this is their team they're gonna act with jp even they're gonna act the way that they want um and you kind of need the other side of that spectrum to kind of even out where they want to get to. So you have the, you know, the loonies, the Iguodalas, and I think Moody fits in, but I also think he can hoop, man. Like he, he's going to be um, someone who can knock down an open shot, a three, right? A corner three when they need it. Um, and defensively, will he make that leap? I don't know if he's going to get to like GP two levels, but I think he's going to be serviceable. And, you know, a, a three and D guy who's that young, for the Warriors, I don't. They've just never had that piece yet, where it's they can count on him. 
I do think he's going to be that guy. He just he just had it in spurts last year and and in you know a couple of games here and there. I think this year is going to be more consistent, and, and I'm just I'm just really high on Moody uh, over kind of the rest of these younger guys. So that that's my bold. It's not too bold. I kind of like hedged a little bit, but uh, I think that's where I'm at. All right, cannot ben, agree more. Cannot agree. Ben, more. appreciate you. Time to time to get through the rest of the goons. Appreciate you, you guys. Ben. Thank appreciate you, sir. <laughs> Voice of God coming in. I love it. All right, who we got next? We got got Ryan. Ryan a chief moderator of the light years discord that's that's how you know he's a goons goon well ryan up? what's up man oh my oh, goodness nice. oh guys, my goodness <laughs> gotta show respect to the man himself let's go <laughs> for those listening on the pod ryan has a 50 foot <gasps> golden joe lacob poster behind him ryan how hyped are you for the season uh, I've been watching Wiseman highlights all day. <laughs> been listening to a SoundCloud all weekend. Just nice. Download all of them to my phone. Wow. I'm excited. I think Can, it's going to be a good season. For those listening who aren't in the Discord, you, you should join. Can you confirm the rumors that you got a custom Joe Lacob Warriors jersey that says um, instead of a number, it says the boss? <laughs> Confirmed. Nice. You have to wear it to not the worst to a game that's amazing that's amazing so when he when he pays Draymond his 25 million a year across the next four years that thing that thing's streaking across the the court uh if we, if we get to if we get to five i might get a tattoo I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what um what are you most excited about this season player specific thing it, it doesn't matter it could be anything it could be hmm. the uh could be the food at chase center i don't care uh i think there might be like I think the Modelo Talls might be like thirty bucks now. So, uh, <laughs> the four. And it might, it might be forty if Draymond stays. <laughs> uh, I think I'm excited for Pool. He, he signed and he's here to stay. So, I think we're gonna see. Uh, I think like maybe like 2013 Steph levels. My bold Ooh, prediction. Like Especially when we get like load management. Is he gonna? You're saying he's gonna? He's gonna let the world know how good he is at MSG. We're gonna we're gonna get that New York trip. Actually, they play in New York early this year. It's kind of weird. Um, but in that New York trip, he's just gonna go off on Jalen Brunson. Let everyone know. Yes, I, I, I did. He's gonna go off on. Money. He's gonna go off on Brunson, Hero, uh, Maxi. That's right. His rivalry matchup. <laughs> nice. All right, Ryan. Before we get out of here, give me your bold take for the Warriors season. Uh, most improved player, James Wiseman. Ooh, I love it. I That's love it. That's what I like to hear. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna feast. Wow. All right, have a good one, Ryan. Appreciate All it. All right. Thanks, guys. I think that's an interesting one given the Wiseman's he's gonna put up some numbers. Can he even win most improved? Because he was just injured last year. Well, he, you know how it is. John Morant won most improved, and what did he do? Yeah, he just kind of averaged four more points a game or something. Yeah, uh, right. I just like I don't know. Like I could if they had a uh if they had a comeback player of the year, I think Wiseman would win that. Like the NFL has that, but yeah. they don't count that in the NBA. Yeah. I could see Wiseman having a breakout year. I like comeback player of the year. That's a good one. He'll, he'll get that one for the Warriors internally. Joining us also a Discord good Kelly, what's up, my man? Hey, Sam. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. All right. We're, we're doing this with everyone. Give us your... Uh, 
give us kind of your stock check of where you're at with the season starting. We're obviously <laughs> recording the Sunday night. We are officially, we're almost exactly 48 hours away from the mm-hmm. season starting. I'm more excited about the season than I thought I would be. Um, the Draymond punch really sucks for reasons that I thought Marcus laid out in incredible detail in his piece, but it ups the stakes for everything. Um, and I don't remember there being a recent champion that had so many question marks in terms of their long-term future. Right. Um, and I thought Steve Kerr did a great job last year and I was really annoyed with some of the stuff that Steve Kerr did the year before, like the Brad Wanamaker experience. And then, you know, Jordan yeah, no Poole one, having no to one use Kerr, have to. Nico Mannion. And it was in like the, the, the difference between how he coached both seasons was so awesome. And so I'm really excited to see how he navigates this season. I and mean, that's, it's such a weird and interesting roster of players who do and don't fit together. Like I was shocked to see Jamichael Green and James Wiseman share the court. Cause I figured that Green would be like the five mostly in the B elite. Right. Role, right? Um, and then all of a sudden it was like a super pick and roll heavy offense where you have like staggered screens and Jamichael pops Wiseman rolls and stuff like that. It's like, I'm not used to seeing that from Steve Kerr, like pick and roll heavy stuff and he's adapting. And so it's, it's really exciting. I mean, the stakes are high and there's an opportunity to see a lot of, things that we haven't seen before on this Warriors team. So I'm pretty excited. Nice. Who, um, since we're start, we've been asking everyone this, mm-hmm. who, who of the young players do you think will take the biggest leap this season? We're going to be, you know, come, come May, who are we going to be talking about? Probably Kaminga. Um, I, I'm so reluctant to, <laughs> to really make like a hard opinion about something. Cause it's, Moody's probably going to be the most consistent, but I do suspect that Kaminga has just the highest potential. I mean, like, you know, he's been really good chasing people around on the perimeter for Mm -hmm. his entire career. Like it was, I remember such a shock last season that Steve Kerr started playing him in, I think, November. And the first thing they did was they put him on DeMar DeRozan. And then I don't know if you remember, I think it was the game after the Warriors went to Charlotte and he got minutes in the second quarter and he stripped LaMelo Ball like twice. You know, and the whole talk is that uh, Kaminga was less NBA ready than Moses Moody, right? And all of a sudden, Kaminga's getting on the court for valuable minutes first. So, you know, if you don't have Gary Payton chase those guys around and you want Andrew Wiggins kind of like on the bigger wings, like the Kawhi Leonard, Paul George right. initiators, like there's an opportunity for Kaminga to harass people like that. And, you know, if he's playing the center, like the stuff that he was doing in the dunker spot and the way that he was cutting was really encouraging because I'd been really annoyed watching him stagnate with the ball. And all of a sudden, like the purpose with his passing and the cutting was really exciting. So I think he's got a good chance of playing a lot of playoff minutes. Yeah, for sure. Let's, let's get you out on this one. Yeah, give yeah. me your, uh, give me your bold, bold take. I'll, I'll, go, season. I'll, I'll go with a few so that if I'm right, people forget <laughs> the ones that I was wrong about. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a week or two where Dante DiVincenzo gets DMPs and the same for Jermichael Green. Um, I was, I had so much fun watching Wiseman and Kaminga play together in last night's game. And it made me think that, you know, like one way you could just resolve the issues of who plays is to DNP green every now and then. Um, then with Steven Chenzo, I've really enjoyed the passing and he's clearly a smart guy, smart warriors player, mm-hmm. but in, I think I've counted like four shots that he's taken that aren't threes in all of preseason. And, uh, throughout his career, he's gotten worse in the restricted area with each season. If I recall, he shot under 50% in the restricted area last year, which is really, really bad. Of course, injuries probably play some role in it, but 
if if there's anyone on the Warriors that I think has a chance of like pulling an Omri Caspi and kind of becoming scared of them of their shadow on offense, could be him. So yeah, those are my two. I like it. All right, Kelly, appreciate you. I'll see you up in the Discord later. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Interesting Dante take. I like that one. I do too. I'm I mean, not. It's been, it's I, been an area of focus for the Warriors to have guys shoot more threes. I know. Yeah. I I like. I he's fascinating because. I don't think he's going to have an issue shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, but what if he's not that good at shooting, right? We just saw him go. And and, and history says he's a pretty good shooter, which which you can, yeah. he doesn't have a bad shot. Good, but not great. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'd be curious, but the dude's so smart. I think the dude's so smart that I think he plays regardless. But I think that that may, be, be, that may become kind of a uh, – that may become kind of a, hey, why don't we just get Kaminga more minutes? Right, as 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 a guy that can defend and be that type of player. So I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Dante is a career 35% three-point shooter, but for the Warriors, I think 35%, but um willingness to shoot it and being a very smart passer plays more than being like 38%, but like not knowing what's going on around you, you know? So yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna cap the show off. And there's only one man. Oh, closer! Play the trumpets! Play the trumpets! Boom! 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 Let's go! <laughs> yo yo! There we go with the Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, you know, you know, this is how I like to golf. You know, you get a good print on this one. <laughs> one of my it. kids picked out for me. It's got flamingos on it. Right. You know, did you, did you play today? Uh, no, I played. I I played just practice today. Nice. Uh, played yesterday it was awful, but you know, what? whatever. It's all good. Where'd you play? Where did I play? That is a great question. Blue Rock um, Springs or whatever it is over in uh, the Valley Joe. Um, Hey, hey, I appreciate you, McWalters. That's my hometown. Hey, man, that's a great (laughs) place. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, you can ask E40, right? You know, this fucking Valley Joe is the best. Of course, of course. Of course. Yeah, that's the way we like to roll here. You know, we got to rep the whole bay. So, yeah, I'll I'll golf around all the bay. But we don't want to talk about golf. We want to talk about the Warriors, man. This is... This has been great, great format too, Sam and Andy. This is awesome. I love Appreciate it, man. What, what are you, uh, what are you thinking uh, before the season here? A couple of days. I think Andy's electricity just went out. You know, it's it's yeah. It's the like, sun, sun went down. The sun, the sun went down. <laughs> yeah, I came in and he went into dark mode. You know, what's yeah, up yeah. with that? Um, yeah. No, I'm thinking the Warriors. This this is arrogant season part two. I, I I'm looking forward to this. I I really think we're going to run it on the league this year. I mean, you look at all the teams there. It seems like almost everyone except for maybe teams that have gotten lateral have regressed, right? Phoenix regressed, you know, Dallas looks like they regress. Uh, Denver probably has a bump because of Murray, but he clearly ducked us in the last preseason game. So I think he's got mental traumas over chase. So that'll help us out later. You know, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on that in the West where I think the Warriors are actually set up really nicely. And, and even though we have the Draymond thing, and I've said this a bunch in the Discord, and I'll say it again. The best Draymond is a pissed-off Draymond. And when that dude has something weird going on, something controversial going on, he gets hyper-focused. I look I, I look for him to be really out there in Bali. And if the team can get through their end of it, I, I really think they're going to come off to a hot start. And you could easily see a 60-win team. And it's going to be like one of those classic San Antonio 60-win teams where everyone in the league is going to look back and be like, they won 60 games that you did not Draymond do this shit before the season and they still <laughs> won 60 games. What the hell? It's going to be one of those seasons and we're just going to enjoy 
loving it. And we're just going to be rubbing it in everyone's faces. And it's going to be freaking awesome. And I am so stoked for it. How about you guys? Do you got similar feelings or do you think I'm like high in the clouds here? I internally feel similar excitement to the 15, 16 season, but I do not think they'll win 73 games. Just like, but just the, the energy coming off of a title feeling pretty, pretty confident that they have a good chance to repeat. You never know what'll happen, but I like their odds. Um, the vibes are strong right now. You know, we had a week where they went, they went negative, but they're back to borderline immaculate. <laughs> I think uh, this is the most excited I've been for a season since, since KD was first here. Um, that season obviously was exciting. Um, and, and part of, I've kind of hinted at it. And since we're about to get out of here, I kind of throw some predictions of what I think. I, I think out of those three young guys, two of them are going to look like they're going to be on this team for a very long time. And that, on top of the the fact that they are have a chance to go back to back champions, that together makes this team the most exciting because not only are they playing to win this season, which they very much can, and I do think that they've done everything they've could to win this season, they can also put themselves in a good spot to win another one in the next three seasons. Which you know, frankly, if you had asked me this two years ago, I would have told you to fuck off. And that's what that's what makes this season so exciting. Obviously, I'm going to predict them to win a championship. Why why wouldn't I? Um, but dude, if, if you tell me Kaminga and Moody figure it out, Kaminga, Wiseman figure it out. And then you tell me Steph and these guys are good enough to win again this year. <laughs> Light years podcast, you know, stock just keeps going up, you know, just, just, it just keeps going up. Seriously, you guys are well positioned here. Um, <laughs> I mean, they added Dante to replace GP. They got Jermichael to replace Otto. Really, we're not going to miss Belisa that much if we get anything out of Kaminga and Wiseman and Moody. I, I, I really think that they're in a really, really good spot here. And and rookies and stuff like that. I mean, I, I think this is the time for Kaminga to take that leap. Uh, I, his defense is going to be huge. We need another defensive guy to replace that those GP2 minutes. And granted, Dante can do that. But having a, a Swiss Army knife guy that can go one to four guarding people and can play that switching stuff would be great. At least on the I'm on man to man type stuff, he's great. I'd love to see him develop more as a switcher. Um, and if he does that, whew, you watch out because then he can always do the dunker spot stuff that GP did. Absolutely. Let's get let's get you out of here. Let's get us all out of here. I need McWalter's take to bring us into the season. Oh, here. I mean, I tried to start off with it, but man, here. The league, you better be watching out. We are coming for you. We're going to get off to a hot start. Look for us to be something like 18 and 2, 17 and 3. We're going to smoke you to start out the season. Let's get hyped, everyone. Let's go, Dubs. Hey, let's get this going. Let's do this. Let's put a smacking on the league. Arrogant season part two. Let's go, boys. I love it. All right, everyone. Thank you, McWalter. Appreciate everyone. We're out of here now. Subscribe. Subscribe to the channel. Thank you.